This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess. For elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. All right. Um, we're recording. What's the number? Yep. All right. Go ahead. Do I need, even need to introduce? Are you gonna? You can just uh, pull the recording to say, you know, the button lover Josh Sroka. So I don't even think I need to introduce you, right? Oh, you want me to do that? You want me to well, do I that? I mean, you it's have the recorded, like... don't you? I do. It's here somewhere. Yeah, right here. Everybody, button lover Josh Sroka. You want me to just go with that? I mean, sure. Yeah, that if, right, if well, you here. play that every week well, over the course of a lifetime, that will mean a lot less words I have to say over the course of a lifetime. All right, good point. All right, well, let me try that. Let's see if we do this. Section three three six. Music, because that's where I poured the recording from. You like that chime mid song? Yeah, that was you texting me while I'm uh, while I'm setting it up. Oh, that's funny. All right, now we'll see if I can do this with that and get rid of the Zany Burt Roadie. Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I'm your endearingly stunning host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm and by the button lover, Josh Roka. There we go. We don't need you. Save yeah, your voice. All right, there we go. Boom. That was a good introduction by me on uh, anyway, um, Josh, good show last week with the Zany one. Yeah, we got to teach Bert like the mic technique again. He's, we got to get him to get his mic back out. He's way out of school. Out of yeah. he, it's like he's forgotten how to do a podcast. Well, I, yeah, I know. And it's when you only hop on here once every few months. Yeah, we need to get him on more regular then. Yeah, but either way, it was fun to catch up with Bert. Um, and he's down for doing our uh, what top thirty players in Camden Yards history. Yeah, no, I, think it's a great, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, so we'll have Burt back for that uh, fairly soon. And hey, after all, we're <laughs> the way baseball is going in 2022, we might have a lot of time to fill. Yeah, no, it's outrageous what's happening. It's but to to no one's surprise, right? Like today they said they meet and got they met and got heated. Right. Um, I almost combined <laughs> met and heated to say meted, but. This is to no one's surprise, right? Of course, it got heated because they should have been having these negotiations in December. And <laughs> that's when it's supposed to be heated. They act like, I know we're jumping right into this and yeah. we'll back up a little bit, but they do. They act like, 
I can't believe that this is what you're presenting to me. When the whole world knows what both sides want. Yeah, I know. Like, this is, are we going to heat it about? I know what we, all, every side knows what the other side wants. Right. So you can make up this outrage, but. No. Get an arbiter in the room and figure it out. Yeah. But the problem is, is it's just all happening too late. You're supposed to have these heated discussions in December, and then you get the arbiter in the room, and then you straighten things out, and then you play the season. But, Josh, think about how many guys there are that are still unsigned. Like, the Orioles have a bunch of guys who are not on their team yet because Mike Elias, of course, is going to sign a bunch of free agents right. that are sitting out there. So, like, there, there's a bunch. We don't ones. have a catcher. But, yeah, we literally don't have a catcher. I would argue we don't have uh, a, a, a. We still need a starting pitcher, at least one more. <laughs> yes, at least one more. Um, so, 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 yeah, like, the start of spring training is very much in jeopardy now. Oh, it's 1st. done. There's no way spring training starts February 15th. Yeah, and the sign-in period, whenever this thing ends, is going to be insane. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. Contracts. And I, I don't know how it works. I assume, like Josh, I assume that, that agents can't talk to teams, right? I don't know. Because if or, I was an like, agent— Are there, like, backdoor deals? You think there's kind of nods and I would, nothing official? I would think there's, like, uh, winks and nods yeah. and little pats. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think uh, I don't know I'd what like Elias Kenner cannot do in this situation. Yeah, with free agents. Right. I don't know, and it's it's a it's ridiculous because again, everyone knew when the CBA expired, they had plenty of notice. Everyone knew what the other person wanted, they've had plenty of notice. And heated discussions. Fine. I gave I, I give it to you. Your heated discussion at the beginning of December in your five minute meeting where you all walk out pissed. All right. Fine. Whatever. That's a show of whatever. But now we're talking February 1st. We all knew that today's the deadline if you want to start spring training on schedule. That anything past today sucks for baseball. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And, I mean, you know, you can't help but compare it to other sports. And football right now looks to be kind of at its peak, right? Like, I don't know if football has ever been more engaging. The ratings are through the roof. Everyone's loving football right now. Um, And... And at the same time, we look at baseball, there was a Hall of Fame kind of fiasco, and now the lockout, the only news for baseball is always bad news, right? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is. And, and what sucks is this, it, it's a crappy time to go through your rebuild. The Orioles' rebuild had been plagued with COVID, shortened season, COVID, yeah. weird season. Now the lockout, lock, yeah. lockout? Lockdown. Lockout. Lockout. Lockdown is COVID. Lockout is baseball. The lockout. It sucks. It sucks for developing a baseball team. Yes. I I think it hurts rebuilding teams more because it takes time away from that development that you should have with that rebuilding. Now, the good thing is the minor league, if you're not on the 40-man, you can still show up at minor league spring training and stuff, I guess. Yes. All that's still true. The minor league season can start on time. Yeah, all that's true. Right. So, hey, maybe we'll have a minor league baseball this year. Yeah. Which is the, the past couple of years has been more entertaining than the major league and, team anyway. Yeah. And you know what? If I was the Baltimore Orioles, I, I don't know how this works and how it doesn't become a scab player. But why wouldn't I just announce, hey, you know what, Bowie, come play your games at Camden Yards this year. Yeah. Let's test out that new left field with uh, yeah, with the double A teams. There. Yeah. 
Right. Let's get at you guys wanted to see Adley at Camden. Is Adley on the 40 man? No, he's not on the 40 man. All right. You wanted to see Adley at Camden Yards? We got him there. Come see yeah. him. Play double A ball. Is the number one or zero catchers? We it was zero. Did we say we have a catcher? Uh, no, it's zero on the forty. And, uh, I think we gave someone a practice squad. There was some guy that we gave a contract to. Yeah, but I don't know if they. But I don't think he was on. The I don't think man. he was on the forty man. So I think it's officially zero. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have zero catchers on the forty man, and Adley's yeah. not there. Though again, you can put Adley on whenever you want, but they didn't need to put him on there. Right. So there's no reason to. And you know what? Smart of them not to put him on during the lockdown. Locked out. Yeah. I Knowing mean, he's going to go coming. on at some point this season. Right. But, yeah, but he's not going to be on the 40-minute until they want to call him up. Oh, you Jim can team. put him on, on opening day if you want. It doesn't <laughs> yep. matter. Yeah. So. No, but I'm glad we jumped into that. The Really, Josh, the whole, I was, you know, debating this podcast, I don't care how long we go today, but there was just kind of two things I wanted to say. And then I... And I want to do this podcast this week because there's just two things I want to get out well, there you had, into the world. Well, before we get into the baseball stuff, do you want to talk yeah. about the fact that you missed last week because you had a crazy week? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I for, almost forgot about that. I had a kid. Yeah. Um, but this yeah, is kid, kid number three. So after after two, this is <laughs> I haven't seen Flora in a while now. I hope she's doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, yeah, so it's, no, it's just baby number three. So we had baby number three. Um, so, so that's been great. She, she was born and she came right before the playoff games on Sunday. So, um, she was born and then I, I, I got to watch that great Bills Chiefs game. So it was good timing on her on the Flores part. Right. Got you in front of the uh, hospital TV screen. Yep. A little small screen, you know, a little, little small for me. It's, it's bigger and, than your phone. Like the, and like the the speaker is hooked up to the hospital bed or something, right. so, so leaning you... over to the hospital bed to hear. <laughs> oh, it. Oh, well, that was nice. You didn't kick Emily out of the bed. No, <laughs> so you sit on the chair. It. I need I need I the speaker. I said, em, put the head, put, put some earbuds in. I'm gonna crank this thing up. All right. Um, well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. And mom are doing well. That's so great. It's all good. Yeah. Um, I got COVID. So I, I don't know how well I'm, but I'm doing relatively fine. What, how do you get COVID? COVID. Yeah, I don't know. I, Everyone pro- gets COVID. Pro- probably in the hospital, to be honest. Uh, yeah, probably so. Probably uh, so. Yeah. But I, yeah, but so far I'm the only person in my family who's come down with any symptoms. So hopefully that's it's just good. me and stays there. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's no fun. Uh, that I mean, hey, and it's gone through 336. So we're now clear. We're good. It yeah. Got through, it got through our show. Yeah, the time so, was weird because. I mean, you know, at least I I should get paid time off for this, but no, I was already on paternity leave anyway. Yeah, that stinks. So, so the that timing is, is not. You're gonna call like the day. My, my whole parenting strategy, because you know, now paternity leave is not really time for the baby. It's more time for me to get rid of these two toddlers, so right. my wife can have some peace so with the can't, baby. Can't take them out. Um, and I can't take them out anywhere, right? As I isolate with this with this COVID thing, and as my kids quarantine, so so I'm, we're stuck in the house. Today. As you have been isolated. Yes. Away from your kids, away from your wife, away from the newborn. How much PlayStation have you been playing? Uh, now, I don't know how much to share about this because I don't, I don't want people getting my business. But Emily and I chose not to isolate myself because oh, okay. it would just be too impossible for Emily, who just had a kid, to also take care of the, the two small. So right, I've been so like I haven't been hanging around been with the baby, masking up. But I've been I've been with I've been with my you know my mm-hmm. two kids. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. All right, Joe Rogan. We we're all going to um, uh, and we were planning on having 
visitors come on Friday. Okay. So we bought tests for everyone. So we're going to line up on Thursday and everyone take the COVID test. Yeah. Um, I've done uh, many of those. Anyone come over. Yeah. That's what you got to do. I'm sure that's what a lot of our listeners have had to do too. It's just the world we live in now. Yeah. It's, it's, we're all, it's we've, we've all accepted shoving things up our nose. Yeah. Yeah, that was only the second time I've ever had to test. Really? And I only and I tested because I was just like a headache and cough. But then I was like, we're planning on going to to a party with other people, and I was like, well, I should be safe, right? And then I tested positive. I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. I was shocked, shocked to test positive. I thought it could never happen to me. <laughs> me <laughs> too. I thought I I was in Florida. They don't have COVID in Florida. Yeah, and hey. I still got it. Yeah, well, we still have it here in Maryland. Yeah, apparently um, so. Yeah, but the yeah, so so that's that's that. But all right, well, but you all know what? Considered all things considered, you know, it's fine. You know what people should do in yeah. honor of you having a new kid and in honor of you now having COVID. Yeah, people need to head on over to iTunes and give us a podcast review because yeah, we haven't yeah. had one in a while, and we constantly tell people at the end of the show, and we need to remind people at the beginning of the show, go on over there and give us a review. Yeah, but but and I and I thought I could do what Josh did, what you did a, a, a little while ago, what? where take the week you off? had COVID and you said ah, I'm going to take the week off because I had COVID, and but uh-huh. I, I had to come on here just to talk about two two things. Yeah, you had to come on here because you were irritated that Bert and I talked for an hour without you. Yeah, hour and then, five minutes. Uh-huh. I know. Do you listen? It's the off season. There's there's nothing to talk about. I know. Did you listen to that podcast and just talk to yourself as if you were in part of the conversation? Yeah, I listened like to Bert, um, listen to me, Bert. I listen to inside on uh two point speed. It's too annoying <laughs> listening to you knuckleheads when I can't say anything. Um so no, so so one of the comments I have to I have to make is addressing your conversation about the Hall of Fame. Yeah, the other thing so, I want to talk about yeah. Oh, go ahead. So the other thing I want to talk about is is the football. Um the football. You want to talk about to, the games from two weeks ago? I just want to mention just in passing how obnoxious it is to me that every it seems like all of Ravens the whole Ravens flock has now jumped on to a division rival Cincinnati Bengals, the Bengals bandwagon. I find it so obnoxious, and well, I don't understand why. I hate. The I can Bengals. help you with that. I don't understand why you'd be rooting for a team and don't give me oh they're orange and black like the Orioles. I don't want to hear that one. Uh, no, I no. I don't. <laughs> Remember that was Bert's excuse for owning a Bengals uh, starter jacket as a kid. Yeah, with yeah, the orange yeah. and black. But no, I no, think it's I think it's more of as a collective country, we are tired of Patrick Mahomes. Okay, right, and, and the fine. Cincinnati and, and, the and I, I don't Kansas like Patrick Mahomes. I think Travis Kelsey is one of the most obnoxious football players yeah. who's ever lived. I think, but I'm Patrick Mahomes' brother is even more annoying than all of them. I see. I've, I've never seen. I hear people talk about that. I he's on TV all the time. I've never seen him before in my life. I've never okay. seen him on TV. I've never seen him on Tiki Talk. I literally have never seen the guy before in my life. So he doesn't annoy me. <laughs> okay. All right. What about Mahomes' girlfriend or wife or fiance, whatever she is? Again, I, you, I, I don't know anything about she the hasn't, She hasn't crossed your television either? No, she has not. Um, okay. Mahomes' voice is a little bit annoying, kind of like Kermit the Frog. The Kermit the Frog? But yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And no, no, I like it's not about I don't like the Chiefs at all. But it's just right. the, the Bengals. I'm not going to root for a division rival. I want to root for the Browns. What about... I want to root for the Steelers. And I think Joey Burrow and his uh, cigar smoking cockiness is 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 enough for me to hate him for for that reason alone. Yeah, that is annoying. I agree. Um, and with, with uh, the Ravens, what about the argument? The Bengals, are, are we going to not know who to root for? 
I hear this on baseball a lot where people are like, well, at least my division got the, got the World Series. At least my division won it. Yeah, I don't get you that. You buy into that either. at all? I don't understand that either. So yeah, no, like, I, I don't like. I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't root for the Blue Jays right. or the. How Red about Sox the argument to do well? How about the argument that uh, that the uh, Bengals blew us out twice this year? So at least if they win the Super Bowl, we got blown out by the Super Bowl team. Oh, what? So now you think? Like, like I don't know. So exactly, it's like to make me feel better exactly. about yeah, the season, and that's why I'm trying to come up with a way to Somehow feel a little better about my team. Like no, my team had a terrible year this year. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, I, I don't. I mean, we 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 played the Packers close. Do do I think the the Bengals are better than the Packers? No. Like I, I don't know. I see. I just I think think, that, either way, I'm gonna, I'm rooting hard for the Rams in Super Bowl. That's all I want to say. Yeah. So yeah, that's the Ravens. The Ravens should have rooted. Fans should have rooted for the Chiefs. So then we could have said, hey, we beat the team that's in the Super Bowl. So therefore, yeah. we're better than the Super Bowl team. Yeah. Yeah. See, that makes more sense logically to me. <laughs> That does. It makes more it's sense. It's all ridiculous. You feel better about being blown out. I don't know. Rooting for any team that's not your own team is weird. Yeah. Like, I yeah. know way too many guys that root for multiple teams. It's unacceptable. Yeah. And, and listen, did the Bengals cost me a lot of money financially over the past two weeks? Because I think they stink. Yes, they did. And is that part of my hatred for the Bengals because they cost me financially? Sure. That's probably why I hate them. But also, uh, I just don't get rooting for Bengals them. helped me out financially. Um, the other 49 just, cost me. Yeah, that's the, the, um, so the first thing I want to mention was, was I don't understand people rooting for the Bengals. Just one other. This is not the second thing. But just a little side note, too, when we're talking about football. I just saw this right before the podcast started. Tom Brady, he's a football player, a former football player for the – Yeah, he used Tampa to play for the Patriots, years. right? Yeah, yeah. Did you notice what he put on his Instagram? Or no, his, I noticed, uh, I noticed what he – I didn't notice what he did not put on his announcement. No, that's not as important as what he put on his Insta story. Okay. What did he put on ago. his Insta story? Um, I don't know exactly what it was. It was a picture of Tom Brady. <laughs> it's really important, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, I forget exactly. Now I'm like, shoot, now I'm on the spot. It was a picture of Tom Brady shaking Lamar Jackson's hand, and Tom Brady wrote, you're next, right? Kind of passing the mantle down to Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, isn't that kind of that, cool? All right, that's pretty cool for a uh, out of any of the – like because there's a lot of other up-and-coming – Football players he could have picked out. Oh, a ton. Who who have been given more loves and props recently to Lamar Jackson. I feel like this year, like Lamar Jackson has kind of fallen back to the middle of the pack. And a bunch of younger quarterbacks, at least in the eyes of the public, have shot above Lamar Jackson. Like if you were to ask me at the end of last season where Lamar Jackson ranks as far as young QBs, he would be up there one or two or three at worst. Now I think people would name, you know, a handful of guys, including Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Joey Burrow, um, ahead of of Lamar Jackson, and I think that's a recent thing. So yeah, it's yeah, pretty now, cool to see Tom Brady. Now that was in Lamar Jackson. Now that was in response to Lamar Jackson posting that picture <laughs> on his Instagram. Oh, is that the story? Yeah, and then his response was, "You're next." Oh, uh, you're next. It's yeah. still it's still, it's cool, still right? a good it's still a cool screenshot. Yeah. Um to either way. But I think the bigger takeaway from the Tom Brady retirement announcement is that he did not announce mention at all the New England Patriots. Yeah. 
where he spent most of his career. So a and it was like it was like eight messages too. Like it was eight screenshots. Um, yeah, a little burned still by the Patriots, I guess. Yeah, which I like that. I appreciate. I love that. that. Like when wow. I retire, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to forget about the people who rejected me in all my applications. Like every time, <laughs> I, I apply to a lot of jobs. Currently, I'm searching for a new job, and I get a lot of rejections. And I remember every single yeah. one of them. They're dead to me all. <laughs> now, um, what do you take about the whole thing with Brady and the other Glaze, Jay Glazer and guys trying to blow it over the weekend and say, "Oh, Brady's retiring." Brady's retired, and then Brady coming out, agent coming out and saying, they're still deciding. Yeah. Um, what do you think about it? you think it's fair for those guys to – because my hope was that Brady would play one more year just to shut those guys up. Yeah, yeah, I was too. I mean, I, I like – I've grown to like Tom Brady, especially that – Oh, I like – in Tampa Bay, I like Tom Brady. Can't explain it, but I like him. Well, and, I mean, you just like the idea of he's 44. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And especially us old fogies now, Josh, to see an old dude just defying the odds is just, I think it's kind of fun to do something no I, one's ever done before. I, yesterday, I played pickleball for an hour. Yeah. I then drove 40 minutes home, and my knees could barely oh, move. Yeah. Pickleball, where is that? Pickleball. I don't know how you play football Perfect. as a 44-year-old. Yeah, it's incredible. Without being constantly sore. Yeah. And I, listen, I never really got the whole source reporting and stuff. Like, who cares? If you break the Tom Brady retirement, like, and maybe I don't really understand reporting. I don't understand why you just don't let Tom Brady say he's retiring. Why do you always have to be the guy who says it a minute before Tom Brady says it? To get more Twitter followers. It's all about Twitter. It's all, it's stupid. So you can appear to be in the know. Yeah. Right. Right. So dumb to me. It is dumb. (laughs) Oh, hey, you know what? I just thought about this now. Not the hospital. The movies is where I got COVID. I went to the movies for the first okay. time since the pandemic started. All right. Come home the next day. I have COVID. Yeah. You're, you get, no, that's not how COVID works. It's like five days. <laughs> it takes like five days. So you have oh, to so backtrack to where you were five days. Than I went to the movies the next day. I come home with COVID. At the yeah, movie theater, so. it was 1230 in the afternoon, uh, 1220, I think. There was literally one other family in the entire movie theater. Because uh, uh, I went myself, my two kids. Because I went to the airport, and then the next day I got COVID. But I don't think that meant I got COVID at the airport. Well, because you never I, know. Oh, I think Maybe. I know who ga- I know who gave me COVID. All right, you don't have to blow up any spots here. I'm not blowing up any spots, but I know the person oh, who gave my. me COVID, and the moment they gave it to me. Did did, did you let them know that? Um. The, I found out about it too late. Did. Oh, I know what you did. Yeah. And I, this person should feel very guilty because this person gave COVID to me and Emma and probably dad, though he oh. refuses to take a, refused to take a COVID test. Oh, the, you, you found the outbreak. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, this person was. Uh, zero. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This person was invited into my home over Christmas. Okay. Fair enough. Into, into our parents' home over Say Christmas. No more. Say no more. Uh-huh. Um, all right. The Oh, no. But I, I, by the way, it was the first time since the pandemic of the movies. It was the first time I took uh, my son or my daughter to the movie. It was our first movie experience. The what did what'd you see? The movie theater. What did you see? Sing 2. <laughs> okay. I haven't movie. seen that one yet. Pretty good movie. No. I was if, super impressed. If you want to line up for a kid's movie, go check, take them to Encanto. Encanto. Uh, yeah. We watched that here at home. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, but it, that was okay. The the a, a good soundtrack. Hey, but the thing about movies, Josh, yeah. I, never again. They they need to have Josh. You think this is a good idea? 
You go to the movies a lot. Yep. Kids' movies, they yeah. need an intermission h- halfway through. Oh, uh, pee break? A 20-minute snack break, pee break. My mm-hmm. kids couldn't sit through still through the whole movie. They were like, I'm thirsty. I'm hungry. I go pot. Yeah. They need a 20. It was a, over a two-hour movie. No, it wasn't over two hours. Oh, Josh. There, there's no two. way. There, why would you make a kid's movie that long? A kid's it was movies, two hours yeah. and one minute, I think. No. Yeah, two hours and one minute. They needed a, a, a break there. I think possibly two breaks. Like, if you go to a play, you get the act one, you get a little intermission, then you act two. There's intermissions, right? All right. An yeah. hour and 50 minutes. Okay, that's really close to two hours. Yeah, that's way too long. A kids' movie should be always like ninety minutes. Yeah, I, well, I think they need intermissions for all these movies. I, even no, an I adult agree. movie, I wouldn't mind for a two-hour adult movie I, a fifteen-minute break in the middle. I, I saw mind that. that. I saw that Spider-Man No Way Home movie, yeah. over, like back before Christmas. I bet you could use an intermission in that movie. It's two and a half hours long. Oh, you need an intermission. I ran to the bathroom twice mid-movie. Yeah, twice I had to run to the bathroom. Yeah. So I'm all for. I know there's like an app that's supposed to tell you like the best times to go pee. Oh, you don't know about this app? No, no. Obviously, I, I don't go to the movies. I don't know about the app. But but so so you're on board with me that all movies should have an intermission. Yeah, but you know what's even better than an intermission? And this would be good good for the theater. You go out buy drinks, buy yeah. popcorn. No, but it also but it pulls you out of the story. Oh, it does. They do this in plays all the time. You have intermission at a play. You go back in. You jump right back into yeah. the story. But that's because you're so bored because you're at a play. Nah, <laughs> you got to wake up. You got to stretch those legs. Where's Bert, the, the, um, the uh, season ticket theater goer? Let me get Bert in here and ask him about it. Right, right, right. Uh, but the better plan would be just don't take kids to the movies. Yeah, no, I'm not doing it again. You can watch all those movies at home and they don't know the difference and you save money. Well, I know. It's just about. It's the winter. Yeah, I, I never I get, out to get out of the house. Just doing things. <laughs> I know. And you guys constantly, it's like every other day you're, you're getting snow. Yeah, I know. It's been a crazy winter, and I'm tired. And the kids like going out there playing it, but I'm done after 20 minutes. I'm done playing in the yep. snow. Enough of that. All right, so the second thing I want to talk about is this Hall of Fame discussion. I was ready to throw my phone out the window hearing you guys talk about the Hall of Fame. Okay, why you think you because you want to ban them all, Josh? There's there's one thing you said that I thought was brilliant. Everything else you said, I thought was hogwash. Okay, and let me say, do you want to know what I thought was brilliant first, or what was hogwash? (laughs) Let's go with the brilliant first. Okay, here's what I thought was brilliant, Josh. You were where was this? Was this at? I was trying to remember where this was. I have the vague recollection. I think this was at when we went to Cooperstown to the Hall of Fame when we were kids. There was this uh, batting cage that would throw. Yes, knuckleballs, curveballs, fastballs. There was even like a video of the pitcher yeah. that would release it when the ball yeah. came at you, right? Oh, so you like my idea of a Disney-esque yes. baseball, like a Hall of Fame for kids. Yes. Or a Hall of Fame like interactive. Judge, we went to, bo- both of us attended this Vincent Van Gogh nonsense. And I'm not even. Oh, that was some straight nonsense. Right, and I'm not even to into painting or art, certainly into Vincent Van Gogh. But when we were going there, I listened to a couple of Vincent Van Gogh podcasts, and then kind of I went there. You kind of see the progression of his paintings. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden, losing his mind. Yeah, yeah, a guy who has no appreciation for Vincent Van Gogh or for art. I, I didn't come away a Van Gogh lover. I don't have any Van Gogh hanging nah. in my walls. But I had like a new appreciation for Van Gogh and for the art. Can you imagine 
what that could do for for baseball, right? Like it's a way to get people. And there's so many cool I, I, things I like you can do. Yeah, I want to exactly, you, Josh. If I was a millionaire who didn't have a job, I would be. I would start this thing, a Vincent Van Gogh like baseball mm-hmm. experience that went on tour. Um, and one of the things would be bat cages. I mean, and that was 20 years. No, that was it was it was 25 years ago. That yeah, it was a long Cooperstown. time ago. And and they had that technology. I mean, think about it. Like you you could have uh, Tim Wakefield, the data reference here, but but you could have that knuckleball pitcher. When or, I was or, in, or you could have Max Scherzer throwing you fastballs, and you try right. to hit it. Like I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, there's no reason technology can't do that today. You could choose your cat. You could be a pitcher and choose your catcher. Um, you know, and, and, and there's just so many cool interactive things you could do. You could go back in time and like to play with the gloves that they used to play with, right. In, in the early 1900s and play with those gloves well, and try to get a ground ball with those gloves. I assume someone's working on a, v, a really good VR baseball game like that, where you can yeah. go back and look around and you're in Ebbets field and stuff. Yeah. I, just the history of baseball, the field. Oh, there's just so much yeah. history. I think, but I like your idea. Let's do the immersive, like Babe Ruth, immersive, immersive Babe Ruth, and we get to see him uh, play. Or I know, let's do the immersive '86 Mets, and we see them playing really good baseball. Yeah. We get to see him with the hookers and the coke and the yeah, dugout, psychedelic stuff going on. Exactly, Absolutely. exactly. You could mix. You could even reuse some of the art from the Van Gogh experience. Yeah, we could do it at night in the life of Daryl Strawberry. Exactly. Yeah, I think you're on to something here. Yeah, I think I am. Um, so no, I thought that was a good idea. I think there needs to be something like that. Um, but as far as your Hall of Fame talk, I'm gonna <laughs> okay. take issue with a couple of things, Josh. Josh, you particularly, Bert, eh, it doesn't surprise me. You, Josh, I was a little bit, um, a little bit surprised that that I'm stairs. okay with that I'm all right with the steroids. Yeah, that you're okay with yeah. steroids, Josh. Because, I, yeah, Josh, I consider if I can pay you a compliment, Josh, I consider you to be a person of very high character, right? Yeah, like someone mm-hmm. who, even if other people aren't acting the way they should act, it doesn't impact you. You seem to be a person who does what you yeah, think is right, even despite what other people do, right? But it's real simple. What is If it's the Hall of Fame, is it a Hall of really good baseball players or a Hall of really good people? Because there's already a ton of people in the Hall of Fame who are not good people. And the, and you know what? Part of it might be this woke culture that's, that's after everyone and changing the rules and basing today's rules on the history that tell me, hey, let's not judge these guys, these steroids guys, on the rules today. Let's judge them against the people they were playing against back then. And back then they were also playing against steroid people. And baseball made a whole lot of money promoting the game by promoting home runs and everything that had to do with the steroids and turning a blind eye to the steroids. If it was up to Major League Baseball, they would have never let us know about the steroid era. They would have let it continue. They didn't want to stop it. So why are we now punishing the players who made this game so great in the 90s? Baseball is struggling now when it was at its peak in the 90s with the steroid era. Josh, I don't even know where to begin. (laughs) There were so many things wrong. I couldn't even stop you there because you were just saying, spewing Contradiction after contradiction. After contradiction. Like I, I don't okay, know. Go ahead. So, well, let's start with. And I could. We could talk about the specific things that you said, which were so ridiculous. But, but let me ask you a couple questions. Let's take, for example, an isolated case. Jose Altuve. One of my favorite cheating rumors is the fact that he was wired and yeah. you know getting beeps for what, what fast, yeah, fastballs, balls, fastballs, whatever. yeah, little buzzers. Um, yeah. Um, if it was found out that Jose Altuve 
used a buzzer system on his chest his entire career. He was then comes time for the Hall of Fame. His numbers are good enough for the Hall of Fame, but it's found out he was cheating his whole his his whole career. Do you think that matters? We don't know what players what players cheated their whole career. No, Jose Altuve. In this in this scenario, we do know Jose Altuve cheated. Just this is my scenario. Okay, in your scenario for yes, his entire Jose career, Altuve go to Hall of Fame, and we know one hundred percent that he did it the entire career. Yes. Then no, he was not, no, he would not be in the Hall of Fame because he is not a very good baseball player. He's a very good cheater. Okay, so Josh, are you saying then that the only reason that you are for Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens get into the Hall of Fame is because we don't have a hundred percent evidence that they did steroids? If, if we could, that's one reason. One reason there. Words. Well, that's one okay. reason. Also, a big reason is Major League Baseball encouraged this. The organization encouraged the steroids. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> encouraged because they hit more home runs. You could argue that the There's... whole city of the Astros encouraged Jose Altuve to cheat. All of baseball did because it's more exciting when Jose Altuve, Jose Altuve hits home runs too. No, right? baseball, baseball could have shut steroids down way earlier than they did. Okay. There's going to have to there, – one of these days – Someone will do a 30 on 30 about the steroid era and what the real problem is. The problem is that right now there's so much money involved that ESPN cannot dig into that because they make all their money. They have a big money deal with baseball. So it's going to have to be some random podcast. Maybe Sam Dingman can get on this next. Yeah. I mean, my, my, I don't think they should be in the Hall of Fame for a couple of reasons. One, and I know I disagree with most people here, and that's fine. We can just disagree on this point. Right? I think character does matter. I think character does matter. I don't think you can separate the player from the person, and I, I don't think you should. I think then why, people if, matter, if, and I think it should matter. Then and it's time argument, to st- – if you're doing that, if you're basing yeah. this on character, you got to go into that Hall of Fame and start tearing these plaques down. I also – and I, don't call me woke here, Josh, but I also think it's fair to say, hey, listen, we had different standards – in, in the 50s, different standards in the 30s, different standards in the 70s, different standards in the 80s. These are our standards for 2021, and this is what we're allowing now without going back and doing revisionist history throughout everyone. I'm not calling tearing down statues back there. But, but, but you're now, judging. Based on what we understand now, based on what we believe now, these are our standards. And but this, Barry, Bonds, this is sense of character. Barry Bonds played years ago. You're judging Barry Bonds based on today's standard. Well, well <laughs> the, the bigger point with Barry Bonds and with these other players is that they cheated. They cheated. Josh, I don't know how, I don't know other ways, and you can couch it, oh, MLB said they were okay with it, or other players were doing it, but did they cheat? Did they cheat? And did their cheating cause them to have much more production in the majors? Yes. And would Barry Bonds have been a great player without steroids? Probably, but we never know. We will never know because he cheated. Can I, just to wrap up my point here, Doug Glanville. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead, Josh. And then I'll read a couple things Doug Glanville wrote that I think are brilliant. All right. Go with Doug Glanville. I know he wrote the big article this week about how – all right. Go with Doug Glanville. Then I want to give you an opposite argument. Okay. Um, I think I can use your exact same argument to get people back into baseball and back into the Hall of Fame. Okay. So Doug Glanville said – here's just a couple excerpts from his long article on ESPN – Former baseball player, right, who played during the steroid era. 
He said, what we celebrate, what we enshrine should have a different set of criteria. We cannot treat induction to the Hall of Fame as simply an, an, an act of historical graduation, automatic entry into the Hall because the numbers are in the record books, especially when the inductees did not stand on the shoulders of their predecessors so much as trample them into the ground with glee. This is how society too often frames history. The winners tell the stories and end up on the pedestal, but how they get there matters. And if we put PEDs on a pedestal, it is one built with bricks etched with the names of many players left in their wake who also have compelling stories to tell. Um, and by the way, he goes on to talk about like the people who didn't use steroids because contrary to what some people think, every player in baseball wasn't using steroids at this time. It seems like everybody was because a lot of the good ones were and a lot of ones got headlines were, but there's a lot of players working hard who didn't, sure. including Chuck sure. Landville. One other excerpt I want to read. Um, for me to do so would dismiss the time I spent. So like ignoring all the steroids, he says to ignore all that stuff would be to dismiss the time I spent playing out the 20, the 2000 to 2002 season while my father was in and out of the hospital, choosing to do it without PEDs, despite my uh, desperation to regain my form from the 1999 season, or when I got hurt during the free agent year and come back after surgery using underwater workouts and weight training, not HGH. Like many players, I scraped, battled age while others apparently just cheated age chemically. It's not just bonds. So many players from the steroid era, the era of my own professional career bulldozed everyone else to pad their stats. Apologists couch it in the competitive spirit or relentless will to win. But in the end, it was just egomaniacal avarice unleashed to compensate for the same insecurities that every major league player feels. And so it was Josh, it was an uneven playing field. Um, and the players cheated, and and I don't understand why you put cheaters in the Hall of Fame, and and so that's the two excerpts from Glanville. You should go read the whole article; it's really good. My last point um, is, and maybe we disagree on this too: is the Hall of Fame a baseball, just a baseball museum? And I would mm. argue, if it's just a baseball museum, then you have to have Barry Bonds in. But that's I don't right. think, and if, and if you, and I'm all for making a wing, making whatever about the steroid era and having and recognizing bonds and Clements in this wing, but the hall of fame itself, where you get the plaque because you've been inducted into the hall of fame should not be there for cheaters. You can use the museum part and recognize bonds and you should, I think, but you don't have to give them a plaque because you cheated. And I hear you and I understand that, but uh... I also think that part of my frustration is years and years of dealing with these baseball writers and these baseball Hall of Fame voters who think <laughs> oh, they're yeah, better than anyone obnoxious. else. Yeah. And they're completely obnoxious. Yeah. But, Josh, so, I'm just surprised by you because you are a person uh, well, also, of high character. And you seem to expect other people to have high character. But then you just dismiss all that when it comes to, I guess, baseball. Where you can well, cheat and be Doug, a jerk and still be a Hall of Fame. I get that Doug Glanville is getting a lot of attention for his article this week. Doug Glanville has been writing this same article for almost 15 years. Every yeah. time the Hall of Fame ballot comes out, he writes an article about how steroid users should not be in there. Because more people need to hear it because every year more people kind of forget about history and kind of put these rose cut glasses where, oh, it wasn't that bad. And everyone was maybe, doing it. And Doug maybe, Glanville needs to put a dose of reality to what it really was like. Or Doug Glanville needs to get over the fact that he didn't <laughs> that he didn't get the be a star in baseball, a baseball star. Yeah. Maybe it's a little too personal for Doug Glanville to be the guy speaking out about this. Oh, absolutely. But, it's personal. But let's say, all right, so you want to say judge on today. 
In that case, Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Completely Pete Rose agree. has been banned for baseball for betting. He didn't cheat. He didn't cheat. He bet. Right. I agree. Major League Baseball and every other sport in this regard has completely leaned into betting and are making tons of money off betting. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And that's using the same exact standards that you would use to keep the steroid users out. Yeah, and I'm, I'm consistent. I agree. I agree that he should okay. be. I agree. Right, good. Though I'm, I'm not for our whole sport being turned into a gambling money-making machine. Oh, I'm not, I'm not either. Steve Mariucci, his stupid commercial I saw all over the again during the playoffs where bet responsibly as we <laughs> yeah, take yeah, bet all responsibly. your money. What a joke that is. Uh, I yeah. so mad. Yeah, I don't think my bookie cares much about me being responsible. They just want my money. Yeah, yeah. They, if they're they responsible, they'd give me spend a certain number of ad dollars on giving that commercial. Right, right. If they were responsible, they'd give me a little bit of that money back. The 49ers lost me on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and but I also totally agree that there's going to be a, a sports book in the warehouse in the next five years. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's the way yeah. everything's headed. It's the way it's going. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no. I I mean I. I understand that it's weird to not have like the best hitter and arguably the best pitcher in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I, I agree that's weird. But also, I mean, I'm just call me old school, call me a curmudgeon, but I just think if you cheat, you shouldn't get in. Yeah, but then I think that's. I think but that, if that's you're bringing scary. character into it, there's a whole lot of guys to rip out. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. And that that's the characters. I'm going too far with it. That's my personal opinion that character matters in your life. And I think it does outside the sport, but I understand other people won't buy into that, and that would be kind of impossible to enforce. I get all that, and that's part of that comes down to this whole like um, idol, idol to kids, and role model to kids. And we've all played sports, and we've played with people. We know the guys who just want to win no matter what. So part of it is just because you're in the major a major league baseball player does not mean that you want to be a role model for kids. And I think we put a lot of pressure on these guys to have the best character to be good role models for kids when they personally do not care about character. They care about being the best baseball player. Right. And often the characteristics that would lead one to be the greatest in their sport are not the same characteristics that would make them uh, a good person, a good person or very likable or whatever. Right. So I think you, I think that's where it gets tricky mixing what is your hall of what is the hall of fame is it the hall of great baseball players is it the hall of great baseball players with great character is it the hall of people that were nice to the media yeah well and yeah and that's nothing right like by character it's a very loose like what do i mean by that right. i think you can be a jerk to the media and still be a, a, like i'm talking about by character i'm talking about in this conversation cheaters like i associate right. that with character people cheers and the sport. I'm not really talking about how they behave to reporters. I don't what care I would how like, Barry Bonds talks to reporters. Right. What I like. What I would like to see out of this is, if you're, gonna, I think, would like to see the Hall of Fame come out and say, for now, on all of our voting's public. When you I, vote I, I get on it. something, I, I, don't, I don't really agree with that, but okay. When you vote on something, you can look and see who voted what. Because I don't know, I don't know how I feel about that. I, don't you want to know who the one guy is that wouldn't vote for Cal Ripken? Or whoever, so, so he can get roasted on Twitter, so yeah. people can threaten his wife. His wife is—is that—is that why? No. So, so I so that he people? so that he can defend himself and explain why. No, I mean I think they should be shown to someone so we can have that conversation. But I don't think that has to be a public 
I don't I think be a lynch mob. I don't think we need to bring out the pitchforks every time someone. I don't know. If it depends how much to keep it private. It, I don't know. It depends how important you want this hall to be. Because is it because when you keep it private, it becomes more agenda driven, where you can have different agendas. The more public and the more open you take it, the easier it is. I There's think a you're reason. more easily persuaded if it's open to the public. I think you're more easily. Uh, I guess you could go either way. Yeah, I, I, I would argue it's, it's you can be more true to yourself if it's not public. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, it's. I guess I, now that Bonds and Clemens are moved into like the old timers club for voting, does that mean we can stop having this argument every year? That's what I want. I'm just ready for this yeah. argument to end about yeah. steroids. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I've gone back and forth a little bit on it, and and what I do we do about the juice ball? How's that affect Hall of Fame voting? You want if if the ball was in fact juicing during the season, then that ball is not cannot go into hall cannot be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that, if so he that, was juicing during the season. All right, and uh, all the Astros that got um, World Series by banging on the trash can. We yeah, didn't remove World character. Series rings. That's, that's character. character. Does that come up during the Hall of Fame? They're banned. If it was up to me, all of them are banned. Banned from baseball. Yeah. Now, the tricky thing is, and this is where it becomes really complicated, even the steroid stuff, right? Like we said before, it's not like we have, oh, here is a list of the 100% people who we have clear positive tests. We know they were steroids. And like even with David Ortiz, right? Like there is a lot of smoke. There's no fire. There's a lot of smoke with David well, Ortiz and steroids. And steroids is also tricky because there's a lot of what was illegal, what was illegal. Yeah. So yeah. there was a lot of guys who swear they were taking legal stuff right. that, that it has came out as they may have been on steroids. Well, and when they get busted, they often don't get busted for a specific steroid. They often get busted for doing a masking agent, and they yeah. find out the masking agent. And I said, okay, we know you're hiding something. Right. We don't know what that is, but we got this or, masking agent. Yeah. Or when they get caught. They blame the trainer. I didn't know. I just, whatever he pumped in me. Right. Which, sorry, if that's the case, you should be suing that guy. Yeah. Are you talking about Chris Davis here? Or what, what are we talking about? Uh, no, that's Adderall? Adderall. I think yeah. he was honest about Adderall. I don't think he lied about Adderall. Well, I think the confusing part was whether or not he had a pass. It, even yeah, he had a pass. After his pass expired, he kept on taking it. That's when he was suspended. Correct. So, yeah. So, do you telling me Davis isn't going to be in the Hall of Fame by your he, rules? He would be. But the whole Adderall stuff. Yeah, he's out. He's out now. Right. So, and we don't mean falling apart and becoming a horrible player because of Adderall. Just taking Adderall. Yeah, just the character stuff. No, but that's an interesting one, right? Because well, it's hard think, to find a person of higher character than Chris Davis. I was, was going to say, any Adderall stuff is balanced out by the millions of dollars donated to the hospital and that time that he used his bare hands to lift the truck off someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that story? That story did not get enough play that he lifted a truck off a person. Yeah. But thanks for bringing it back to Chris Davis. It's always fun to talk about Davis. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, we've been talking about Chris Davis for years. As long as his contract's on the books for the next 10 <laughs> years, we can still talk about Chris Davis. Uh, well, I'm waiting for um, that we don't talk about Bruno. We need a Baltimore remix about Davis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. We all... <laughs> We, it was, yeah, yeah someone worked on that. Saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all have someone in our family like that, like Bruno. I was like, yeah, we all have someone on our sports teams, right? We right, exactly. On, yeah. on our baseball team. Yeah, like, like, I, I was actually thinking more because I thought about this before in uh, relation you? to 
Ubaldo Jimenez. Like, that's a guy, like, I just don't want to hear his name anymore. Yeah. But Chris Davidson worked too, as far as right, guys right. we talk about. We no, can but make I like a top 30 list, Josh. 30 lists, the greatest players, 30 lists of players you don't talk you're about. Right. You're right. You're right. I, that's why I wish we were talented because you're right. Ubaldo would be a great one that we don't talk about him. Yeah. We don't bring, don't bring up the bullpen. Don't bring up all that. Yeah. Ubaldo and Bruno, that might go together too. Nice song. I don't know. Yeah. Replacing <laughs> we're, Bruno we're, with Ubaldo? No, we, we, we would need Bert. Neither of us are musically talented. Yeah, no. no. So. Well, I, I got my stuff. I got these things off my chest. So I feel good about that. All right. I'm now thinking about substitutes for Bruno, like Duquette. I think we could talk about the Duquette era and cover that. Yeah, but there, that's complicated. No, but we don't talk about Nashville. Is, we don't well, talk about Nashville. Yeah, or we don't talk about the Machado trade. We uh, don't we talk, don't talk about, about Manny. Trade. We don't talk about Manny would work well. We yeah, could make we that work. Manny. Yeah. yeah. So that's a tricky one, too, because Manny has some good highlights for us that we can talk about and reminisce on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. But we don't talk about the trade. Yeah, don't talk about the trade. <laughs> right. We'll figure that out. Yeah. All right. Anything else you got to get off your chest? Like DJ Stewart's defense. We we want to get really specific. We could talk about like don't talk about DJ Stewart's defense. Um, <clears throat> or let's just go back to we don't talk about steroids. Yeah. Um, no, but I think we should talk about it. No, that's it. I got all the stuff off my off my off my chest here. Um, you know what? COVID two. I didn't. No one told me about this. COVID two. I didn't know we were down to COVID two. Well, this might be COVID two. I, I don't know. For me, who knows. Um, you hear people get it three and four times nowadays. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> um, is uh, just, I don't know, was this case for you, Josh? I've the no, I've never had so much snot in my life. The nose oh. keeps on running. Oh, yes. And I'll tell you I've what. I've gone through about three boxes of tissues. Don't take Mucinex. I took uh, Mucinex. I don't, I don't take any medicine, okay? I do it all I, natural. I, I took Mucinex to try to control it. My body and, and it would made things so much worse. Oh. No, I got the plus lotion puffs. So I got the lotion. You ever do the lotion added tissues? Yeah, you, you need those. The... Or your t- nose turns like red. You yeah, need the yeah, lotion. Yeah, yeah you got to do the plus no. lotion. But you don't seem to have the cough. Uh, the I... cough has been reduced now. It was it was, See, it was I... worse uh, two days ago. And yesterday. I still have the COVID cough, and I'm like three weeks in now. Three weeks out, two weeks out, something like that. Yeah. I thought after no. five days you're good to go. No, All right. I don't know. No. Uh, no. No fun. I, I, I tell you this to go all the way back to the beginning of our show. I'm irritated because I was getting ready to book my flights for opening day. Now I'm nervous about booking my flights for opening day. Do mm. I do it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't They're know. at a good price now, but is it going to happen? Hey, I'm worried. I have, to, I have to book some flights too for next week. Let me ask yeah, you a but baseball is not going to interfere with your flights. No, no, no. But let me ask you a question about booking flights. The you go to these places, they get you a round trip. You think it's better to pick a single flight from one airline and then search for a single flight from another airline, one no. going there, one going back? Or no, that's such a headache. Always a better deal. I go to I use I use Southwest for everything. Yeah, but I, I don't go to flying Southwest. I don't go to I don't go to. You're not flying Southwest. No, why not? One of them has a flight out to Southwest, but there's no flight coming back from Southwest. Oh, okay. At the time, that's I want to go back. Oh, at the time. All right. I don't know. I don't use any of these kayaks or trip advisors or any of that. Crap. I go, yeah, no. I don't use any of that stuff. You go right to the airline site. I go right to the airline stuff. Uh, I've heard good things about Hopper. I looked at Hopper. It looked interesting. Okay. I also will not fly if there's a layover. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, too. 
every single flight has layover. Because you're not going to, you must be going to a small airport. Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> you're going to Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, and there's for a job interview, and either you either lay over in I think Charlotte or Atlanta with every one. So it's like a it's like a two hour flight, but the shortest one is like five hours. It's dumb. Okay, I thought I thought Alabama Alabama's not too far from here, but I looked it up. That's seven hours. Yeah. So yeah, don't come here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's why you're going in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So, all right. All right, that does it. That's today? it. That's it. Let's wrap it up. All right. Remember to go give us those reviews on on the podcast app. I mean, help I us out with twenty. We do a bird, but we've had no reviews this week. Okay. Or even, this year. Even this year. Bird I mean. on? Yeah, this year. Even when bird on didn't get your review. Shoot. No. No, I think I'm thinking I need to start having all these COVID weird people on and get all the attention Joe Rogan got. <laughs> I haven't listened to a Joe Rogan episode since he left uh, Spotify. Since he joined Spotify. Since he joined Spotify. Yeah. I haven't listened to a single one. Well, he's, there's been lots of controversy with him in the past week over his Has podcast. That? Yeah. People want Neil Young wanting to quit Spotify and other musicians wanting to quit Spotify for supporting Joe Rogan. Uh, Something like hmm. that. But, no, right, well, soon. Maybe soon we'll get past this COVID nonsense so we can stop fighting about this. I hope so. And then we'll all get along. Kumbaya. Yeah, let's find something else to fight over. Yeah, what'll be the next thing? Uh, um, I don't know. The steroids. I, I just hope it's baseball. Yeah. All right, you can follow us on Twitter, at Section336. You can also, I mean, that's you can follow me on Twitter. You can follow the show on Twitter, at Section336show. Also on Instagram and TikTok, Section336show. Uh, you can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Rocha. I think we'll bring the live shows back soon, too, over on Facebook. So make sure you're liking us over on Facebook, Section 336, and hitting the little bell icon to get notifications when we do go live in the future weeks. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. 
cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.